I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, June 22nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So, Jay, today and tomorrow is Collision Conference in Toronto, and so it's a pretty big deal. There's about 30,000 people from around the world that have come to Toronto to talk tech. And so I was at the conference all day. I'm going to go back after this. And I have to say, it is great to be at a big in-person event without masks where I can, not that there's anything wrong with masks, but that I can talk to people. And, and it's, yeah, it's just been a great experience. You look happy. Well, I think I'm always happy, Jay. I, you know, I, I think I'm a little bit more happy today because I love meeting people. It's one of the one of the small pleasures in life. And so, yeah, just had some great talks. And, you know, there's like a lot of cool tech stuff going on, despite what the markets will tell you. There's there's still lots of cool stuff happening. And so, yeah, it's it's been great. The one thing I have noticed is that many of the people at the conference are Americans. And I keep asking them, well, what are you going to do in Toronto? Then and some of them are here until you know Sunday. And so I have prepared, which I may share with the Peak Pals if there's interest, a Peak Guide to Toronto. And so my favorite places to eat, to drink, to visit, all of that. I put it in one document. It's not the best, but it's a good rough draft and I'll share it. And and if I get good feedback, maybe I'll share it more widely. You're doing your best Dave Portnoy imitation. Brett, it was also interesting because I remember back in 2020, if you recall, Collision, I think it was one of the first conferences to cancel right when COVID was about to take over our lives. It was like early March and they made a very, or maybe in late February 2020, they made a very early decision to punt for that year and smart as they were because the conference never would have happened, but they're yeah. back now in full force, which is good to see. Yeah, very prescient. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's been two years, Jay. Oh my goodness. Well, I haven't gotten any younger. And aside from collision happening this week in Toronto, what else do we have for Peak Pals? For our first story, TikTok knows exactly what you're watching. For our second story, Canada's healthcare system is in crisis. And for our third story, Cineplex is introducing a new booking fee. For our first story, TikTok announced that Oracle's cloud servers will be the new home of U.S. users' data, but a new report from BuzzFeed details how stateside users' data was repeatedly accessed from China, as many wondering who exactly knows what weird cooking videos we've been watching on the app, or in my case, pizza-making videos. Brett, we've had Tim Hortons and data. Now TikTok, it seems data privacy is becoming an ever bigger part of the peak daily. What have we learned about TikTok now? Why didn't you ever offer to make me a pizza, Jay? Truth be told, I want to wait because I have my okay. eye on this outdoor pizza oven. When that happens, you'll be welcome over. Yeah, for the three times you plan to use it over the next five years. According to leaked audio from internal TikTok meetings, China-based employees, a parent company, ByteDance, repeatedly accessed non-public data about U.S. TikTok users, despite TikTok saying that no such thing was happening. An employee of TikTok's trust and safety department, ironically named in this case, was recorded saying, quote, Everything is seen in China. This was in September 2021. It was in a meeting while a director spoke about one Beijing-based engineer who has access to everything. It's pretty naive to think this wasn't happening. Now, this is what the U.S. government was worried about way back in 2020 when then-POTUS President Donald Trump threatened to ban TikTok unless it was sold to an American company. A deal to sell TikTok's U.S. operations to Oracle and Walmart was in place, but the parties involved could not agree on the size of the American ownership stakes, and the deal was ultimately shelled when Joe Biden took office. Now, the vast majority of instances when China-based staff accessed U.S. user data was to work on the process of switching to Oracle, meaning the data was improperly accessed in order to prevent future access. So it's a tricky case. We get it. Yeah. Still, even with TikTok deleting backups from its facilities, once the migration to Oracle is complete, it's unclear what level of access ByteDance might have, that's the parent company, and what falls under the umbrella of protected data. 
Which brings us to the bottom line. TikTok has avoided getting the Huawei treatment for now, but will undoubtedly continue to be a focal point of the increasingly tense relations between the West and China. Zhongguo. For our second story, Canada's healthcare system is teetering on the brink of crisis and governments must act swiftly to avoid a full-blown meltdown. That's at least as according to a growing chorus of top doctors and medical leaders. So look, I, I have to say, this doesn't sound good, especially after a global pandemic. You think we might have learned something about healthcare capacity. What's holding us back and why are we on the brink? Well, first of all, it's if it's not our airports, it's our hospitals right now. Well, the Canadian Medical Association President Catherine Smart told federal officials that long backlogs for basic medical procedures and shortages of doctors and nurses have pushed the healthcare system to the brink. Now, in some parts of the country, emergency rooms are closing for weeks at a time due to a lack of nurses and doctors, while in others, they're so packed that doctors are treating patients in hospital parking lots. Patients in Ontario now wait an average of 20 hours in emergency rooms before getting a bed in the hospital. That's the longest wait time ever posted. We recommend packing some light reading for your next ER visit. Not to joke, but War and Peace might be a good one. One time I was lining up for a COVID test at a hospital and somebody behind me was reading Infinite Jest because the line was so long. Like that stuff at the back of the fridge that you've avoided looking at for six months. I know I've got a couple of those. Canada's healthcare troubles have been festering for many years. The pandemic just made existing issues impossible to ignore. And one of the biggest problems, a shortage of nurses and doctors that's created a vicious cycle of burnout and turnover. Not enough workers mean worse conditions in hospitals, which makes even more workers leave for greener pastures, which leads to even worse conditions. And over 15% of job vacancies in Q1 were in healthcare, the highest share of any sector, according to Statistics Canada data. Here's what's next. Without urgent intervention by governments to boost capacity in the system, Dr. Smart believes problems in the healthcare system will go from bad to much worse. Quote, unquote, what's clearly coming is the collapse of the current healthcare system. That's what she said to CTV last week. And for our third story, Canadian moviegoers checking out the latest blockbuster at Cineplex locations might have another expenditure to contend with besides overpriced concessions as the country's largest theater chain introduced a $1.50 booking fee for tickets purchased online. Brett, this is terrible, terrible news. Just as I was about to go see Top Gun 2 again this weekend, what's the booking fee all about? You saw it in the normal theater, but you got to see it in IMAX. Now, this new surcharge won't affect people buying tickets in person. But if you're a moviegoer who likes to pick their seats early and ensure they have a spot, then you'll have to pay up. That is unless you're a member of Cineplex CineClub subscription program, which started last August. For $9.99 a month, subscribers get discounted rates on tickets and concessions, one free ticket a month, and now we'll have the new surcharge waived. Now, CineClub was a direct response to the brief but chaotic life of American ticket subscription service MoviePass. You may have heard of it. It gave you unlimited movies per month for like $50. It just didn't really make a lot of sense, which may have failed, but showed the necessity for innovation in the industry. And it's happening because this is the first summer movie season since 2019 that hopefully will be free of shutdowns or restrictions. And Cineplex intends to capitalize on the soaring customer numbers and recoup pandemic losses. Now, the new surcharge is a vital part of evolving its quote unquote digital infrastructure, according to Vice President of Communications, and is simply following suit or at least they say of major U.S. exhibitors. Now, Jay, why should Peak Pals care about Cineplex's new booking fee other than the fact that it is a bit of a price gouge? Yeah, sure it is. It's an open secret, Brett, that the movie theater business in Canada is essentially 
a monopoly, with Cineplex commanding a whopping 75% of the screens nationwide. The one-two punch of a new surcharge that can escape through a loyalty program gives them more power than ever to set prices and dictate the state of the market. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, what's the number one place you put on this list to your collision friends of where to eat in Toronto? That's a great question. I'm just going to pull it up right now. You know what? I put it down because it, it, it it's I can't trust myself, and so I trust others. Batty Alley, the pizza place, I put down because it's been multiple people have confirmed it. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be overrun for sure. It's a very very small place, and the line is always long. But get there, it's delicious. It's close to my neighborhood. So Brett, pretty good choice. Have a good time. Yeah, thank you. You yeah. too.